accepting judgy mcjudgy welcome to the your bold life podcast i'm val selby and i'm an empowerment coach to women over 40 i take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life now there are multiple places we can work on judgment but i want to talk about two today First is how hard you are on yourself. Now, how do I know that you're hard on yourself? Because I am too. I'm horrible to myself. The the crap, I mean, the crap that we tell ourselves and talk about ourselves in our own head is horrible at times. Even when we're working on growth. We still get those times where we're just like, oh my God, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm never going to be good at this. Why am I even trying? I get to the point where I expect what I do to win gold medals first place all the time. Which, of course, when you're setting goals, I mean, you shouldn't be shooting for 10th place. We obviously want to set our goals and we want to achieve them and we want them to be high goals. But you got to know your competition. Who are you going up against with those goals? It's unfair to expect to compete with people that have been at it for years and you've just started. Usually those conversations going on in my head are because I am comparing myself to others. And what did those others look like when they first started something? I bet if you asked them, you'd hear something like where you are right now And the goals that you're achieving is where they started and what they hit and what they'd hoped to hit. Or they beat themselves up as well, did the same thing. But that's always a very good conversation to open as you will find somebody else that you admire that's doing what you want to do and talk to them about how they started out. Oh, it's amazing to do that. Then there's also the other thing that when you talk to them, when you have that conversation with them, they could have been even further behind than where you are right now. So you can't go into it judging yourself, comparing yourself to where somebody is at a level. Like right now, right now, there's times that I am totally judging myself. I'm new to podcasting. I just rebranded your bold life. And I, of course, set these expectations of myself, which is ridiculous, of, of where I would be with this right now, right? And they were ridiculous even before we had COVID and the shutdowns. They were just in my head being ridiculous. You know, I'm, I'm not going to come out of the gate being Brene Brown or Rachel Hollis. <laughs> but yet that's what I'm looking at, you know, because that's what I'm striving to. But unfortunately, along the way, I'm also comparing myself to that and to their reach. And, and it's just absolutely ridiculous and not a decent expectation of what I can do in just the short amount of time that I've been at it. I have to give myself some grace over that. One thing also, if you're looking at judging, because we're usually judging ourselves because something didn't go the way we, we planned, right? So if things don't go as planned, how often are you telling yourself that you suck? And of course it didn't work. Didn't work because you suck. It's never gonna work because you suck. 
thankfully I'm starting to get better about not talking to myself like this. I'm not super dramatically derogatory to myself about it when it happens. But I do have the thoughts actually, you know, flip through my head that, well, yeah, of course, I've tried this before, and no, I have not. I've tried something before, and of course it wasn't going to work because it didn't work last time either. And it's like, well, it's never going to work if you always bring that mindset in. It will 100% never work. We need to realize that one, our plans may not have been realistic or even humanly possible if we didn't give ourselves enough time to complete the project, the goal, and that maybe we needed more time to get the knowledge we needed to make it happen. Maybe we needed the time to reach out to a mentor to make that that goal happen. And number two, perfection on the first try is seldom a reality and you have permission to try again and again and again. And that is how you get good at anything. You don't come out of the gate knowing how to make everything perfect and and your goals will 100% always happen. And it's not the way reality works, right? Of course, you've heard this silly saying, practice makes perfect, but you know, just take it, take it as something super simple as, you know, if you played soccer, how often did your shots on goal go in? Of course, I use this analogy because it was an easy one. For, it popped right in my head immediately. How often did your shots on goal go in if you were in a game? Every single shot on goal was a chance to calculate how you could do it better. You didn't just stop shooting at the goal because you didn't make it in there. Hell no, you attacked it in a different way. which is how we have to do all of our goals. We have to always just take a look at it and go, okay, well, it didn't work out that way. So what can I do differently to have a different outcome? Who can I reach out to to have a different outcome? I think the only time that we should start worrying about when we're judging ourselves is when we're not actually reaching out. Um, you know, that's, that's, that, that's a, that gets dangerous because then we start start giving up on our goals and that's really easy to do it's so much easier to just go watch netflix isn't it you've probably got some big goals that you want to hit and you're telling yourself it's never going to happen never going to happen but you got to reach out to people that will help you make it happen and there's so many people out there that would love to pass their advice um their expertise on whatever your goal is. And of course, I mean, it's the internet age. You can find all sorts of research everywhere on everything. So you just have to give yourself the time to find that knowledge that you need to make your goals happen a little bit more. Get a little closer to those goals. Don't decide that your giant goal is never gonna happen. You just might have to set some more realistic baby goals for how it's going to be because maybe you're going to have to do it four or five times until you get it more to the, towards that view of perfection that you have in your head. But just remember, you're not going to go out the gate and hit perfection. 
So that was a big one that I, I had to learn because I still do it to myself. And this is where my coach has come into play as well. So that I'm celebrating the things that did go right instead of just focusing on all of the things that went wrong which is definitely something that I am working on and probably will have to work on for the rest of my life. I battle, I battle, my inner demon is that I battle that I am not good enough. It's absolutely a battle. It's a battle that I win often and it creeps right back in. And one awesome thing that I've learned is, well, and I guess it's not awesome. I shouldn't say it's awesome. One awesome thing for me learning that it's okay that those feelings are going to pop into my head is the fact that the more women that I talk to about that feeling, the more women I hear also always have that feeling as well. So that feeling of inadequacy is very common and don't carry it around just by yourself. Share it. Share it, reach out, ask, ask people, and especially ask people in whatever, whatever goal you're going for. Um, I know, I know for many things, even the last few years when I've been really focused on growing personally, my goals have been ridiculous at times. I've expected things to happen and they could not possibly happen as quickly as I want them to. So I will throw, I guess I'm just full of sport analogies, weird. Um, I throw another sport analogy. But my first half marathon that I ran, I was so, so absolutely committed to it. Totally committed to it. I rocked my training. I was also really lucky that I did not injure myself very thankful that I did not injure myself because I did from couch, well, I shouldn't say quite couch, um, but I did couch to half marathon in, in 11 weeks. And when I ran that half marathon, it was a, I finished it, but I did not run the entire half marathon like I thought I was going to be able to do. There was a lot that happened during that event that I didn't know was going to happen. I did not reach out and I did not do enough research at all. I treated myself like I was still that 18 year old that I'm like, eh, it's a sport. I can make it happen. Now, granted, at this time, oh gosh, I might have been around 40, sometime, somewhere around 40, I think. I can't remember. Oh wait, I think it was 2013. So yeah, I was I was 40. Um, so it should have been really obvious by that point that I'm not a 20-something anymore. My workouts are very different. I feel very different after my workouts. And why in the world did I think that I could jump in and do this half marathon? Now the the really big problem is the fact that I did do it. <laughs> So that has not helped my mindset for future events was the fact that I did do it. Um, So I really have to work at myself and say, well, you did it once. It's like, no, I did not do it once. I finished it after doing 11 weeks of training, but I did not rock the half marathon like my goal was (laughs) instead. 
totally unrealistic goal. Absolutely ridiculous. But here's the second one. And this one might be a little easier when you've been doing some self-improvement. I know this way is of, of releasing the judgment was really what started me recognizing that I needed to go on a self-improvement journey. Um, and that is releasing others' judgments of you. So have you been told that you're too much? Have you been told you're too quiet? Are you judging everyone? Is that why you're so quiet? Are you too loud? Oh my God, why can I always hear you in a room? Are you too opinionated? Why do you need to speak in every discussion? Are you too meek? You really should speak up for yourself more and stop letting people treat you that way. I've heard all of that at different points in my life. All of it. Isn't that crazy? Because I'm obviously one that's the loud and opinionated. I embrace that in my personality now, but I've also battled that and then had people say that I was too quiet and too meek, which just goes to show that you're never going to please everyone, so why not please yourself? And that sounds funky, but I'm just going to leave it there. (laughs) So a big lesson, lesson that I've learned is that the person making the comments is unhappy with themselves. And they want to bring you down to their level of unhappiness. And when you can really hear that, hear those words and believe those words is when you will start making a change in how much other people are allowed to tell you who you can be. This is the quick and easy way to do it, is to realize that they are unhappy. And so in their unhappiness, they want you to be unhappy as well. So they're going to pick at you. And especially if you are showing signs of happiness, that's a That's oftentimes when these people that are really unhappy are going to find something to pick at you about. You are not to anything. You're just right and you are who you are supposed to be. Next time someone makes a comment about how you should be or act, take a deep breath and look them in the eye. It can be weird and awkward, but guess what? It's going to freak them the fuck out. When you take that deep breath and you just let it sit and you relax your shoulders and you look them in the eye. There's times that you don't even have to say anything because you're so calm and you're making the eye contact that they will like immediately look away and they will start apologizing, which is pretty epic when that happens because you didn't even have to say anything and they realize that they were an asshole. Perfect. But then you have two directions you can go after this. If that, if the apology doesn't happen right off the bat, which I very rarely see that happen. Um, that's why I know it's epic. <laughs> that's why I define it as epic. 
<laughs> but you have two things that you can do or two directions you can take after you take that deep breath and make eye contact. If you care for them and you want this relationship to be better, then ask them why they want you to change who you are and make yourself unhappy doing so. Try and keep it super short like that and keep eye contact when you're saying it. Just be totally matter of fact. You're not angry. You're not showing that you're freaking out or anything. You are just asking them point blank why they would want you to change yourself and be unhappy by doing so. It opens up the conversation for talking about boundaries and how, how they were hurtful and what they said. Now, if you don't care about the relationship, uh, this is where your personality is just going to dictate how you're going to handle it. I mean, absolutely, right? <laughs> if you are a quieter, quieter personality that does not like confrontation, um, for one, I challenge you to find somebody that actually digs confrontation. There's very few of us that actually want, we don't seek, seek that. <laughs> Even those of us that show more, more extrovert, we don't seek confrontation because it's still uncomfortable. But of course, when confrontation is presented, we may be able to handle it a little bit better or maybe we stick our foots in our mouths a lot faster than those of you with the calmer personality <laughs> but if you don't care about the relationship your personality is going to dictate how you're going to handle it um but i definitely encourage you to tell them that their comment was rude and hurtful and that if they should that they should take a look at themselves before they pass judgment on others and one of the most mic drop things you can do is after you've looked them in the eye and said that you walk away just walk away because you don't have to be treated like that right now the eye contact is the big thing the eye contact is more is more than just you standing there having the eye contact with them you know that's that's of course the very first thing is you've made eye contact with them and and that makes a huge difference in in the communication from the, from there on. Um, but the eye contact helps you build confidence in a way that you can't get if you look down at your feet and walk away. Once you've made the eye contact, then you've initiated the fact that you know the hurt's probably going to show in your eyes, and it's 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 going to be easier for them to read that hey they stepped over that boundary right now you may still dwell on the situation for days or months but at least you'll know that you took a step to not letting others break you down and that witnessing that in yourself is what will help build that confidence you will have made a stand that you are enough and putting yourself first which is the place that you should always put yourself. It's not selfish to be first in your life. No matter how many kids, how many family members need your help, it is never selfish to put yourself as the top priority. If you don't, who will? No, there's a reason why there's that 
that thing about putting the oxygen mask on yourself first. You can't help anybody else if you are down in the dumps and don't like yourself. You know, then you're just going to be wishy-washy and not be able to help others. So it's not easy, and it takes practice, and especially when we've let it happen for years, and especially if it's our loved ones that have have done the the judge me judgment that have done the judging, and we've allowed them to talk to us in certain ways. But when you start opening your eyes to how others make you feel, and you take care of it in the moment. You learn even more about yourself. You stop believing the crap they're telling you and realize that you get to be whoever the fuck you want to be. I'm running the Boldly You workshop live on June 23rd and 25th. And if you're listening to this afterwards, after those dates, then you can join in as a self-study. But I want you to realize that your personality makes you amazing. That the fact that we are different is the fun part. Because we view the world with different eyes and we can learn from each other. I hope you can join me in the Boldly You workshop and learn to shake off the critics. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self.